Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshabal Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday. Actually, every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesday afternoon. There's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and the website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song. Amen.
matter what I used to be, say this. <laughs> they might have said that it was cancer. It doesn't matter. Oh, guess who the victory belongs to? Victory belongs. Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs to him. Victory belongs to
care what you've been going through. Just declare that. Victory belongs to you. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, whatever your challenges are, declare victory belongs to you. So what that saying is, the battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. And he wins every time. It's his victory. We don't have to fight. The only fight we have to fight is the good fight of faith. So whatever you're going through, just give it to him. Let him handle it. Let him deal with it. Let him take care of it. Let him get the victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you once again for calling in. We're going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Victory belongs to him. We're going to be coming out of the book of Psalm. Psalm, the 23rd chapter, verse 5. Psalm, the 23rd chapter, verse 5. And it reads, Thou preparest a table before me, in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. The title of the message this morning is The Table of Victory. The Table of Victory. Let us pray. Father, we thank you once again for watching over us as we lay down and rest before you. 
Thank you for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us, keeping us in their care, God. Fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Keeping us from all harm and danger, Father. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your word, Father. Your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, Father, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, to stand in the gap for us, God, to suffer for us, and to take the sins of the world to the cross, Father. Thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us, Father. But he went on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan. Stripping him of all of his power, God. And then thank you, Father, that you didn't leave Jesus in the grave. That on the third day, you rose him up with all power in his hand. Delegating that power to us. Saying, this power that I have, I now give unto you. Going to the world. Preach the gospel, teaching the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And wherever you go, I'm with you, even to the end of the world. Thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with this precious, sinless, conquering blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that he's seated on your right hand, interceding for us. Now, Father, as we receive your word, help us to apply it to our lives, to make it personal. Thank you for Holy Spirit, our teacher, our guide, our comforter. And thank you for you, Father, Almighty God, our Father. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The table of victory. We're going to read it again. Psalm 23rd chapter, verse 5. And it reads, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. So this is David speaking, talking to the Lord. Because in verse 1, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So because the Lord is his shepherd, 
He wants nothing. God personally taking care of him, watching over him, protecting him. And in every battle, he's given him the victory. That's why it says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Every enemy that he's come across, he's defeated. And God is blessing him. With this table of blessings. When we look at the word table, table means a supply or source of food. It means an act or instance of assembling to eat a meal. So so he's saying, God, because of this victory over my enemies, you prepared this meal one famous place a lot of people like to eat is called Golden Corral because they have this big buffet imagine God supplying a buffet in the presence of your enemies. Imagine all of the battles, all of the victories that you had. Because it said, my enemies. So so this is not just one enemy. This plural. Every victory, God has prepared a table. Has blessed him. With a meal. That represents. Every victory. This meal here represents victory. This meal represents victory over self-doubt. This victory represents diabetes, cancer, AIDS, whatever victory that the Lord has blessed us with, he's prepared a meal for us. So this is not just a meal that have one serving. 
a good meal is a sixth a six course meal. But we're talking about a meal that God has prepared for every victory that he's given us. Let's go to St. Luke. St. Luke 22nd chapter. St. Luke 22nd chapter. Starting at verse 24. St. Luke 22nd chapter, starting at verse 24. And he reads, And there was also a strife among them, which of them should be accounted the greatest. And he said unto them, The king of the Gentiles exercised lordship over them. And they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that doth serve. For whether is greater sitteth at meat, or he that serveth is not that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. So he's he's talking to his disciples, and they had begun arguing about Who's the greatest disciple? So Jesus told him, there's no need for you to worry about that. Because the greatest is the one who serves. And then he told them, I'm with you. I'm here. So because I'm here, I'm the greatest. So there's no need for you to be strifing, be arguing about who's the greatest. I'm here. And because I'm here, I'm the one who's doing the serving. Verse 28 says, Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. And I appoint unto you a kingdom as my Father hath appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on the throne judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Listen to that. Jesus said, because 
you have continued with me in my temptations. A victory. Because Jesus was without sin. Every temptation that he faced, he conquered. He defeated. He overcame. He never failed to temptation. And because of that, he says, and I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father hath appointed unto me. So because of the victory that Jesus had, telling him that you get to celebrate that victory with me. So it has nothing to do with what you did. You didn't have to fight the victory. You didn't have to face those temptations. You didn't have to suffer. But because I did, and because I conquered, I defeated, I overcame, you get to enjoy the same kingdom that my father has appointed unto me. And verse 30 says that ye may eat and drink at my table. Glory to God. Imagine if you're a friend of Donald Trump's children. And they invite you to a dinner. And they tell you, because you're my guest, everything that's prepared for me also prepared for you. We're not talking about McDonald's or Popeye's or even Golden Corral. Even that doesn't compare to the table that's prepared for Jesus. He said that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. That's called a table of victory right there. Not only are you eating this glorious meal also 
city right beside Jesus in the position of judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And of course, this this is talking about when we get to heaven. But this would be literal in the millennium. An eternal earthly kingdom. Not a spiritual rule over the church. This would be literal. He said, if you continue. So if you continue, then you will partake in this table of victory. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 10th chapter. 1 Corinthians 10th chapter. Verse 21. Actually, let's start at let's start at verse 15. 1 Corinthians 10th chapter, verse 15. And it reads, I speak as to wise men, judge ye what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread. And one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. So the bread represents Jesus, his body. That's why I said we're all partakers of that one bread. We're all partakers of Jesus. Verse 18 says, Behold, Israel after the flesh are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar. What say I then? Idol is anything or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would that ye should have fellowship, and I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. So the Gentiles are the unsaved people. 
those who worship idols, who worship false gods. So, so he's he's asking. This is Paul asking. Are they not those which eat of the sacrifices, partakers of the altar? What say I then, that the idol is anything or that which is offered to and sacrificed to idols is anything? See, this, this is what the, the Gentiles were doing. They, they were offering sacrifices to these false idols, these false gods. And 20 says, but I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. So he said, don't participate in those things which the Gentiles participate in. Say it again. Don't participate in the things that the Gentiles participate in. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Remember, I spoke about God being a jealous God. I said, have no other God before me. Thou shalt not make any graven image. Thou shalt not bow down to any other. God is still jealous. Let's say that again. God is still jealous. Anything we put before him is idol worship. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So anything we put before him, 
is a false idol. God is still jealous. So he said, don't participate in what the Gentiles do because What they're doing is having fellowship with devils. They're making sacrifices to devils. And he said, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Can't serve two masters, for you would either love one and hate the other. The one that you serve is the one that you love. You cannot be partakers. Of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. They say dibble and dabbling. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. He said, all of me or none of me. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Or are we stronger than he? Let me read this. Says all creatures on earth are the Lord's, and nothing is impure or unholy in itself. All are fit for food and were created to be received with thanksgiving of them that believe and know the truth. The only problem is that of causing others to stumble. So the question is, are you causing someone else to stumble? Because if you're participating in that which is unholy, that you contributing to them going to hell. That's called blood on your hands.
talking about those who know the truth. If you know the truth, should be participating in that which is unholy. Let's go to Revelation third chapter. Revelation third chapter, talking about the table of victory. Revelation the third chapter. Let's start at verse nineteen. And it reads. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. And this is Jesus speaking. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Now, understand that the word man, him, he, It's general. So it's not talking about a particular gender. A male. Talking about male and female. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. So he said, Any, anyone that Overcome it. Will I grant to sit with me in my throne? Now understand that our strength is in Him. 
everything we fight, we face. The only way we can defeat it, the only way we can overcome it is in him. So what he's saying is, if you place your faith in me, then I will help you overcome. You place your faith in me, I will help you overcome. And for those who overcome, will I grant to sit with me in my throne. even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in his throne. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. So this is spiritual. The only way that we can defeat Our enemy is in the spirit. And see, this word spirit, verse 22, is capitalized, which means it's Holy Spirit. The same spirit that helped Jesus overcome is the same spirit that will help us overcome. And then he said, We would sit with him in his throne at that table of victory. For St. John, St. John 16th chapter. St. John 16th chapter. Throwing at verse 29. And it reads, his disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Because Jesus had just shared with him, 27, he says, for the Father himself loveth you, because ye have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father, and am coming to the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. So, so they were saying, Jesus, what are you saying? 
help us understand this, explain this to us, make it plain. Verse 30 reads, now we are sure that thou knowest all things, and need is not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. We believe that you came from God, but explain to us what you're saying. Verse 31 says, Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own. And shall leave me alone. And yet. I am not alone. Because the father. Is with me. Listen to that. He said you shall be scattered. And you shall leave me alone. But yet. I am not alone, for the Father is with me. That's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Because God is with me. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to fear. If God be if God be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. If it's you and God against the whole world, you still have the advantage. Verse 33 reads, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Where is your peace? In him. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And because I have overcome the world, if you put your faith in me and let me handle your battle, let me face your sword. Let me defeat your enemy. You will have access to the table of victory. Because victory belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. 
And because victory belongs to him, and we're in him, we also have the victory. So the same table that Jesus is sitting at, we're also sitting at that table. Enjoy the meal that has been supplied for us. Table of victory. Father, thank you for your son Jesus. Thank you for allowing him to suffer for us. To be beaten to the point of death. For his blood shedding for us. Thank you, Father, for allowing him to go to the cross for us. Giving us access to you. And because he overcame, and because we're in him, we're also overcomers. And so the same table of victory that Jesus is enjoying, we're also enjoying. Thank you for the table of victory, Father. Victory over every circumstance. And we will enjoy the blessings that you prepared for us. The table of victory. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The table of victory. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.